When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cicero back again on the RHAP Rewind. Today, we're talking about a little show called Dance Mom, Season 4, Episode 7. A full season off from a Renap episode, but here we are, Season 4, Episode 7 of Dance Moms. And here to talk with me, my dance partner, the king of old reality TV, here he is. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good. I'm excited. Per usual. Yes. But I did consider season three, episode seven, but I wanted to leave that out there for Renap just in case you wanted to go back to the well one time. Yeah. Come back for it on Renap because this is a wild show. I actually think Akiva would be an interesting person to have watched uh, this show uh, with because that he has uh, children that play sports and are, you know, involved in gymnastics. So I think he might know a little bit about uh, what goes on here, but this was completely new to me. I had no idea what Dance Moms was, what year this was that we watched uh, this episode of television. Uh, This was wild, so hang in there, because uh, even if you don't know what we're talking about, if you didn't watch the episode, I think there's a lot to unpack here from Dance Moms. But uh, Chappelle, how's your week going? (laughs) My week is good, and I kind of agree with you. if this does not end up on the Renap wheel at some point, uh, we are completely missing the mark because Akiva would be hilarious talking about this show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just glad to have you back, Rob. You know, we're getting back in the swing of things with Rewind. You've been, what's this, week two in a row since you've been back? I thought it's the third. We talked about uh, Rev Run and we talked about Who Done It last week with Kurt. Oh, yes. Yes. How did I forget Rev Run? Oh, yeah, because he blocked me. Um, but <laughs> yeah. aside from that, yeah, yeah. Week three, we're going strong. Let's do it. Here we I, you are. know, uh, no, about well, you know, moms. I was just, yeah, well, I was thinking <laughs> Dance Moms is a show that for some reason, okay, uh, like I know, I knew when I picked this show, you had no clue what no. I was doing, right? Uh, but I also knew that you would be thoroughly entertained because it's a hot ass mess. Uh, and one of the reasons why is because this cast and the star of the show, there, it's full of insane people. Like the star, Abby Lee Miller is insane. And this show was on forever, Rob. Forever. Like literally every day. You know how MTV just plays ridiculousness for like 
mm-hmm. all, all the time. They press play yeah. on ridiculousness and they come back three days later and they stop it. Or like in the old days where USA would just play Law and Order SVU mm-hmm. just and just on a loop. That's how Lifetime did Dance Moms. So yeah, if you don't know about this show, you're lucky because everybody else does and I'm ready to kind of walk you through it. Okay, so yeah, Lifetime Network. I would not have guessed that this is uh, where Dance Moms aired. Uh, went from uh, July 13th, 2011 to it just recently ended. Uh, yeah, and we're going to get into the controversy of the start and stop oh. date because there's a lot to unpack here. You, This episode does not even scratch the surface of the drama that we're about yes. to touch on. And yeah. just to let people know a synopsis of the show from my one episode of viewing, uh, the show it follows an abusive woman... <laughs> who uh, torments children on television and somehow Child Protective Services never got involved for nine years. Look at Lifetime not doing the thing. Like, you know, look. look, look. How did this go on so long? How did it go on, on on a television network that is supposed to like touting itself to be like a champion for women in television? Like, this is incredible that this is the network that this was on. It goes on forever. The police are called several times throughout the series, yeah. but uh, including on the episode we're going to talk about today. But yeah, you'd imagine that Child Protective Service would have walked in day one of filming and said, all right, shut it down. And they did not. And Lifetime just kept the cameras rolling. Does the show follow Abby Lee Miller for all nine seasons, Chappelle? No. So, um, Let's talk about Abby Lee Miller, okay? Yes. So Tell Abby me about Lee, Abby Lee Miller. Abby Lee is a despicable... No, I won't, say, I won't do that. I'm not going to... Like, it's going to be very hard for me not you to... You said what you said. I, yeah. where, where was the lie? I want to preface this, though. Like, I, It's going to be very hard to like talk about this without saying some very cutting things about Abby Lee, but I want to be very clear that they're based off of what I see on the show. Yeah. Now, some of this could be movie magic... Some of it could not, you know, could be played up for cameras. But the Abby Lee we're presented as a despicable human being. And we follow her throughout most of the series. Now, she does take a little break for legal issues. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's probably, like, the, the longest you get away from her. But she's still on the show. Like, they wait till mm-hmm. she comes back, basically, and then come, pick, picks up filming. What was so her legal she, issue, did they say? Yeah, let's get into it. So, the legal issues... I wish uh, you made Abby, a quiz of, like, uh, th- four things. Yeah. <laughs> Three fake about, things. Yeah. How about this? How about we talk about the episode first, and then we'll double back to the Abby Lee drama, because okay. there's a lot to go- get into. Yeah. And so, Abby Lee Miller, she is the dance instructor. She... And again, I cannot tell, like, if she actually is a good dance instructor she talks about how great she is and she talks about how much the kids suck and (laughs) to me you know i I don't know anything about dance instruction but i do like follow the nfl and and i feel like Mm -hmm. that in terms of like uh you know the coaches in the nfl 
that I feel like that there are uh, like I, we just went through with the Jets having like Adam Gase. Uh, Abby Lee Miller seems like an Adam Gase of like talking about how you know her plans are perfect. The players are all stupid idiots that are ruining like are, they can't do anything right. That and I think that there are other coaches who I think have been uh, successful in uh, coaching in different sports where. They, like they would never say like oh the players are stupid the players are making mistakes the players are like they you know it's like we we didn't execute or we need to do better but Abby Lee Miller just comes right out and talks about oh Paige is a, a moron she's so stupid she can't even do anything right she's bore Brooke is she belongs in Boringsville USA the the mayor of Boringsville USA let's put some respect on Brooke's name yeah uh, yeah. Rob, I'm an educator, uh, you know, professionally. And there's a saying that says, you know, like people who can't do teach. Mm-hmm. And I normally am offended by that. But I think if you you could look at Abby Lee and her athleticism versus some of these children's athleticism, and they are probably much better dancers than she is um, or has ever been. Abby Lee has a long career as a choreographer. I won't take that from her. She started choreographing when she was 14 years old. Um, her mom was like a dancer and owned a dance studio. And I'm thinking, you know, it's one of those, you know, you might be a better teacher than performer. And she took it and she ran with it. And she's a very successful woman. But to your point, she's very cutting. She's rude as hell to these children. I I don't even like kids for the most part. Like, yeah. I like, Rob, I like your kids. They don't really like Thank me. You. Akiva's kids are cool. They don't really like me either. But mm-hmm. like for the most part, kids, eh, it's fine. It's fine. But watching this show will make you a child defender if nothing else will. Like, I was so upset at the way that she treats these kids. The moms, eh. But the way she treats these kids, yeah, she is horrible. And yeah, we get eight seasons of this horrible, horrible lady. Yeah, she's just like gets the, all the little girls in a room and then just reads them to filth. <laughs> They're just like, uh, <laughs> don't ask me to tell you all their names. Uh, but it's like, uh, um, you know, uh, Paige. We go back to, yeah, what Paige. the Let's hell Paige. was that you, r- routine? <laughs> you, this is the this kind of stuff eight year olds can do. Uh, like what, what, like what is wrong with you? Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. It's really hard to watch. And I've watched. I'm embarrassed to say how much of dance moms I've seen yeah. because I've seen so much. But again, it was always on television. So it was just one of those things like, eh, I'll watch another one. And it's always drama. There's always mm-hmm. good drama. But man, you see some traumatized kids yeah. throughout this series. Yeah. And Abby does not pull any punches uh, with most of the kids. Some of them, some of them, she's kind of nice too. She finds her favorites uh, and we'll get into that. But yeah, for the most part, she is horrible to these children yeah. and it's really hard to watch and then Chappelle she also seems to always be on the verge of like firing them and she will get new children to come in and mm-hmm. dance uh, in her group now is this only because she has a reality show like is her group like prestigious and that's how she got the reality show yeah so she was already like a really good choreographer before the show started right like she was already like she already had a career I think the um I think dance moms ends up like happening because of her personality and her teaching style. 
Um, you know, so it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like uh, like Gordon Ramsay, right? Like he's a really good chef, but like, does he get a television show yelling at people if he's not yelling at people? No, mm-hmm. you know, like he has to have that side to him, and that's what attracts the camera to. And I think that's kind of what got Abby Lee her, all the attention that she was getting. Now, I will say this: she's good because those girls go on to do great things. Uh, she rarely, you know, sends them into competition and just like bombs. Like if she's going in, she's coming out without a trophy, come hell or high water. And I mean, with the trophy, I guess, with uh, come hell or high water. And it's fascinating to watch because she does very little to assist the girls throughout the series. She's kind of just hanging out in the background, yelling at them while uh, I think her assistant or co-choreographer Gianna is doing most of the work or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Why did you pick this episode, season four, episode seven? Okay. Well, I picked it because there was a fight in it. Yeah. But um, yeah, so there's a ton of arguing in Dance Moms. Every episode, it's the moms arguing with the moms, Abby arguing with the kids, well, yelling at the kids, the moms arguing with Abby, and that gets kind of monotonous. But rarely, very rarely do you see somebody just reach up and grab somebody by the hair. <laughs> and this is one of those yeah. moments. This is a reality TV moment that many people will know because it just came out of the blue. Like, uh, not so much that the the fight, the physicality is where it came out of the blue. The argument, that's, that's every day. But to see Kelly reach up and grab her by the head, that's iconic. And I thought we needed to talk about it. Yeah, there's a wild alter- altercation that happens uh, in this episode, uh, which we'll, <laughs> we'll get to. Is this, uh, from a format perspective, an average episode of Dance Moms? Like, could you sort of explain what you would see in any average 42-minute episode? Hell yeah. So the Dance Moms normally starts off with like, boom, episode starts. And they're like, last week on Dance Mom, and they show Abby yelling at everybody. And then by the end of the the previously on, they show her like getting a trophy. Well, then the episode starts and she has to recap basically the dance that won the trophy and where all the rest of the girls placed in the competition. And she does that with the pyramid. The pyramid is her wall of photos that she mm-hmm. uses to rank the children based on their performance ability or their abilities throughout the week. Sometimes even their the you know they their ranking might be you know affected by her feelings about their parents. Who knows? Uh, but Abby gets to determine who is the star of the week by putting them at the top of the pyramid, and she gets to bash these children's abilities by yes. putting them at the bottom and humiliating them in front of their peers. And that's how episode normally starts. Yes. Okay. So this might be an interesting way to take the RHAP network where then like at the end of the week, you know, we get on the podcaster meeting and it's like, all right, let's take a look how everybody did. Taryn, what the hell was that transition (laughs) on the live feed update on Sunday? (laughs) Really? That's what you're going with? Uh, that's the quickest way to cause conflict. You know, mm-hmm. pit everybody against each other because Taryn's down at the bottom of the pyramid. I'm probably down there somewhere too, but Mike Bloom's hanging out at the top like your favorite. Like, oh, Mike Bloom, he did so great. He's talking about the X-Files and I'm over there hating like Kelly and Christy like, oh, Mike Bloom. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, you could do that. But if you want us to fist fight, yeah. you know. <laughs> All right. We're changing things up this week. All right. Chappelle, you're covering the Bachelorette. Like what? Sure. And you know what? I would be like, sure, of course. But then behind your back in confessional, I'm like, what is he doing? Like, what are you talking about? I don't know anything about the best. Yeah. He's trying to embarrass me in front of Haley Strong. Well, that's, you know, that's, it seems <laughs> like that. Yeah, there's a lot of like <laughs> that, like backstabbing in that Abby Lee Miller. Sometimes like she 
did like if she takes the dances away from some of the girls, the moms are pissed. And then also other times it's like she puts the kids in situations where they're set up to fail seemingly. And then it's like she wants them to fail so that she can say they did a bad job. Yeah, there are moments where it's kind of blurry, where the moms are saying the moms are convinced because they've been doing this for a long time with Abby. They're convinced, hey, this woman is trying to set us up. She wants us to do poorly. She wants our kids to be embarrassed. She wants to get rid of us. She wants to replace us. But if there is a method to her madness, you know, tough love does work sometimes. You know, positive reinforcement is great, but tough love does work sometimes. And the kids often rise to the occasion. Mm. You know, like she's giving them like tough love and putting on like, Paige, this week you're getting five routines. Paige doesn't normally get five routines. Normally, that's like a Maddie move. And so, you know, when Paige gets five routines, she can't complain because God forbid you get no routines, right? But then, like, now you have this, like, it's almost like trial by fire. Like, yeah. now you've gone into competition, you've come out, and like, like look, camp. you've got some trophies. Yeah. yeah. Or booty camp, as she calls it on her show. <laughs> yeah. And if people yeah. can, like, make it through the abuse and come out on the other side, then, like, they're sort of, like, uh, hardened and, like, uh, could take almost anything. But I, I feel like that that approach in a lot of industries, and uh, not just the dance industry, uh, is probably more rare these days uh, than it was uh, 20 or 30 years ago. Yeah. Dance Moms is, what, they severed ties with Abby Lee as June of 2020, I believe. Mm. Um, and I wish I could tell you it was because of what you just said. Um, that, like, coaching has gotten, has drastically changed and we don't allow people to handle people like this anymore. That is not the case. That is not why this show is no longer on the air and we will talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. I just, as a parent of young children that uh, I could not imagine taking them somewhere and having a stranger or coach berate them in front of us. Uh, and I can tell you for certain that I cannot imagine the first lady of podcasting uh, sitting there idly while a stranger berated one of our kids. It's one of those moments. Like, think, think back to the dark ages. Like, give me like. Uh, the year is uh, 1996. Okay, you got a coach who bursts into the locker room. Like, look at you, maggots! Like, it's 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 second half, and we're down by 14. And none of you, none of you, wusses has done the X, Y, Z. You're not blocking, and you're not doing this. And come over here, and he slaps him upside the head with the helmet. Like, get out there and show me what you like. Show me what you are made of, and blah blah. Like, you mean to tell me you throw like a girl? Like, you know that kind of thing. Very much like the Dark Ages. But it's not unheard of. People have sat by on the sidelines and watched their kids berated for the, the sake of trophies, fame, and fortune for many, many, many years. This is not a new concept. And Abby Lee does not exist. Like she doesn't. Um, she doesn't invent this. You know, this is definitely like one of those things that is outdated. But it is not unheard of. Yeah, I mean, really, even in like professional football, maybe outside of like the Bill Belichick's of the world, um, there's really not that many coaches that you can even point to uh, who have that kind of demeanor in professional sports. Mm -hmm. and, like the throw, like it's like the caricature of the coach coming in and throwing the the like Gatorade, you know, like thing at the wall and like like kicking mm -hmm. over and stuff. Like like why do we practice? Like what's wrong with you people? It's the same energy. It just looks worse because it's coming from a woman. And that's probably some uh some some internalized, you know, misogyny yeah. that the world has. Well, but also it's also the sign of the times, Rob. Like we're yeah. past that. We have evolved. This is not okay for anyone. So uh 
for for me, like I, I don't know necessarily that uh, it was because Abby Lee Miller is a woman. I, I think it was just that the age of the audience that was being yelled at. If this was a uh, like a uh, like a baseball coach yelling at a bunch of yeah. t-ball kids, uh, that you know, I, I feel like it would feel very similar. It would feel similar, but like I said, we've seen it happen. You know, we got to mm-hmm. be fair to Abby. Like she didn't admit this, and we—trust uh, me—there are plenty of kids traumatized by by flag football to this day. You know, still reliving their high school moment where they, you know, they Uncle Rico'd. You yep. know, like throw the football you know, over them their mountains. Exactly, like it's a thing, and it's just that, like, wow, we really let this happen for so long. But then also, we let this happen to little girls. You know, mm-hmm. so it feels a lot different. And and you've seen these these tears of these children make that that feeling so much more real where it's like when it's like a boy's sport it's like man up you know like don't cry the kid like wipes his tears out goes and gets the tackle and everybody screams like yay you know like we knew you could do it son mm-hmm. you know like this is very this is very similar it's just packaged a little bit different you know yeah Chappelle, uh do you have any stories about coaches from uh your athletic days do I sound like I've been personally attacked? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so, right? Yeah. yeah, no, this is this is common. I I was an athlete, um, wearing my football shirt right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I was wearing I was a student athlete, but I also was in the band as well. And I did several other things. And every time there was a crazy coach, every single time. Um, even in the band. And, <laughs> listen, one day we'll cover drumline on here and then I'll walk you through some things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, there's a dark underbelly of the marching band community and I, we, especially the black one, and we do not need to get into that right now. Okay. But yeah, it's always like that. You know, there's always one and it just depends on where you're, you know, what your environment is like. There are some environments that are just privileged enough to like, they don't ever see that kind of thing. And there are some that are like, win by any means necessary. And that's the kind of energy that Abby brings to the table on this show pretty much every single episode. Yeah. And it just seems like that there's all these competitions going on. Like, I really, I don't know anything about this world. So like they're going to these competitions and there's all these judges and mm-hmm. I don't know. Is this like every week that there are these kinds of competitions? Yeah, pretty much. So like, I'm, I'm like, how many dance how... contests could there be? Look, she finds ways, right? I, I don't know, honestly, how many of these contests are like manufactured because lifetime now has a yeah. show, right? Like, now your your dance team is basically competing to have this moment in the spotlight on Lifetime, right? Um, and so maybe a couple seasons in, it becomes a lot more convoluted. But this episode in particular, Abby was trying to prove a point. She had her kids going. She had one set of kids going to Nouveau, which is a dance competition. She had another uh, set of te- uh, kids going to another dance competition. Then she had a, a set of kids at an open call. Um, so this was convoluted, but it was very much by design. It's not how a typical episode is. Normally, they're just practicing for like one event. Hmm. Yeah. Are there any other Dance Mom ripoff type shows? Like, did Dance Moms inspire other similar uh, programs? Yeah, there's a show. Oh gosh, uh, I want to say I, wanna, I think it's on Lifetime. Uh, uh, on called Bring It. Bring it. And it, yeah, and it's uh, yeah, I think it's on Lifetime as well. It's starring Diana Williams, also known as Miss D, and she basically does the black version of what we just saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and but without the abuse, she's very much like a straight shooter. Um, she takes no prisoners in her approach. Uh, but her show started way after Dance Mom. She sees what Abby does poorly, and she takes it and she tr- she channels it into like the um like the black 
cheerleading slash majorette sure. style of dance. And it becomes a huge hit in the black community. So dance moms, you know, we talk about representation all the time. It's like one black person. Uh, Nia, you got Holly. Then they, they cycle in a couple others throughout. But when you look at Bring It, it's a bunch of people that look like little black girls. You know, they're little black girls from Mississippi. And so it's very much like a culture that is kind of surrounding that as well. Um, so yeah, um, it, it, the ripoff happens and it's wildly successful, but it's a lot less problematic for sure. So the women that are the young women that are on the show, the dancers, uh, do they get stories or is it just basically that they're just sort of like uh, props to get yelled at by Abby Lee Miller? See, that's a good thing about this episode because I know you hate children like I do and you don't really care about seeing them on television. I don't hate children. Like, sure, get get right. out of here. Okay. Because you, know, you know what? We don't then, hate children. Yeah, yeah. That, that, you, what happens is then that uh, like uh, somehow like my kids end up hearing uh, music like, Mom, Dad, I just heard Dad say uh, that uh, he hates children. Uh, and then Listen, I get in trouble later. So, we no, love I, your children. Yes. I, I, I don't like ch- uh, t- children on scripted television shows. I don't care about Fine, them. Rob. We get it. We love children. Yes. yes. So, due to our vast love of children, let's love talk them. about the the stars or the pseudo stars of this show. Uh, the actual kids, the dancers. Um, this episode is light on actual dancers' story. This is all about the moms and Abby and they're like uh, almost like a cold war that's brewing amongst them. Um, but we could talk about the kids a little bit. Did you recognize any of the children? No. All right, cool. So we'll start with the star child. We're not going to get too far into the weeds. Where on, would like, I which... recognize uh, them from? That's why we're going to talk about the star child. Her mm-hmm. name is Maddie Ziegler, and she is who I like to uh, refer to as Sia Jr. Sia she Jr.? Is, she's basically Sia's She gives protege. out money from... No. Oh. No, 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 no. Yeah. She's, oh, she she's... was in the um, Chandelier video? Yeah, and I think she was in that very problematic movie that Sia, you know, released. The one about uh, people with special needs. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure she's been in a couple of Sia music videos. But she's done some acting, too. Um, she's like the breakout star. There's another girl who was not in this episode who normally who comes out to be like a huge star as well. Jojo Siwa. Um, and I believe she was like a child star on Disney Channel or something. I don't know. I'm old. But yeah, there's a couple of them who like kind of break out and become like huge stars in their own right for their demographic. Um, so yeah, you got to talk about Maddie and her little sister Mackenzie, who've been dancing with Abby since they were two years old, like legit since they were three. So Maddie is the star of like all the girls. She is the the best quote unquote dancer of all of them um, because basically because Abby says so. Abby has spent a lot of time with her. She's groomed her to be a really good dancer, and Maddie does not disappoint. And so there's a lot of like internal jealousy and infighting um, amongst the, the moms based on the amount of favoritism Maddie gets shown. Mackenzie does not get shown that same favoritism. She is not Maddie, but Maddie is very much the apple of um, Abby's eye. Um, mm-hmm. So she gets like the most through line for the story. Then Mackenzie. Mackenzie ends up being a recording artist later on. Um, Mag Z is what I think they call her. I think she started, she released a, like a song where she turned like 11 or something. Wow. You know? Yeah, and so, yeah, both between the Zieglers, I think, come out on top when it comes to, like, fame, and then JoJo Siwa, like, years later. Okay. Now, for Abby Lee Miller, do we ever follow her outside of work? Like, do you ever see her home life, uh, dating life, any sort of, like, uh, personal behind-the-scenes stuff? 
I don't remember any dating episodes, but I know we do get into her home life a little bit. I believe her mom passes or gets really sick on mm-hmm. the show. Abby also gets diagnosed with cancer. I think like a lymphoma, lymphoma or something like that mm-hmm. at some point. And I think that becomes a storyline as well. So we do get into the personal life of Abby just a little bit. But for the most part, it's, you know, dance moms. Workplace it's about show. the moms. Yeah. Uh-huh. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, you have this range of girls from like, I think Mackenzie at the time of season four is like nine. And then you got like Kendall, who's the oldest at 15. Yeah. And so that's kind of, that covers all the, the the content we really need from those women. That, I mean, the, the little girls on this portion of the episode, because they don't really get a lot of content. Yeah. Your kid is in Abby Lee Miller's Dance Academy. Do they go to mm-hmm. school during the day and then this is all after school? Yeah. A lot of it, like a lot of it is after school. Um, a lot of it is summer times and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they do talk about the kids going to school every now and then. But yeah. And I think we we kind of overlooked this too. But you know, the reason why these people can sit there and watch this woman berate their kids because one, they're on television, right? Yeah. Like there's a, a, a bunch of fame that's probably coming. You'll notice that in these episodes, in this episode we watched, there's even like a lower third where they have their Twitter by like Twitter names and stuff like that. Like, They've become celebrities in their own right just off of being the dance mom. And so do they want to jeopardize that by speaking out against Abby or do they want to be kind of like victims of her, her mad science experiments with their kids, right? Like, and they do. They kind of sit by idly and like say, well, if you want to be a winner, sometimes you got to, you know, you know, suck it up, buttercup. And that's what happens. And then why is the show called Dance Moms? Because I feel like that do they follow like the story of of the moms it seems like that it's really like um the the story is about uh, abby lee miller no the story so i think the concept of the show was supposed to be like this is what it's like to be a dance mom but abby is someone who is going to be larger than life regardless of what they put in front of her and so she is going to be something that like takes a lot of attention from what the premise of the show probably was in the beginning. It has nothing to do with those moms uh, because Abby makes it about her and her conflict, but her conflict is largely with the moms, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's called dance moms because the moms are the ones who get all the confessionals. You know, I think they have to probably for like child labor laws and stuff like that. You probably can't put too much emphasis on the kids. Um, But you know, so they, they follow the moms and their conflict and their inner turmoil amongst themselves with, when it comes to the kids. And so the moms actually become, stars you know in their own right and that's why the show is seemingly focused on the moms even though abby kind of just steps in their way hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let's talk about this episode that we watched, uh, season four, episode seven, because, uh, again, so many questions about, uh, what's going on. So, yeah, as you mentioned, she has the chart and the pyramid, and it's like, all right, here's the power rankings for the week. Uh, who did bad? She seems very disappointed with the team overall. Uh, well, that's kind of her natural resting, like, you know, disappointed face. You know, mm-hmm. she comes like, she's like, all right, you guys, last week you competed against hundreds of women or girls or whatever, and you got fourth. I don't like that. You're horrible. You have horrible feet. You have horrible legs. Moving on. Kendall, you did a routine. It was boring. You're the captain of Boringville, Boringtown, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she's like, Mackenzie, you're still little. You're not Maddie. Moves on to Chloe. Chloe, I've been trying to work with you. You don't do what I asked you to do. You never make the corrections. Boom. Then Paige. And she just goes down the line, like slapping them around almost verbally, of course, and then gets to Maddie and goes, Maddie, you're so good. Mm-hmm. Maddie, look at look at you. Top of the pyramid. Everybody clap for Maddie. We all clap. And then they move on to the next, uh, you know, the next thing. Yeah. Okay. So that was just like, I, I thought like, boy, she's really pissed. But that's just like every episode. Because the Rest moms have to stand there too. Yeah, and I don't even know if they have to stand there, but I think after a while, you kind of... No, no, I, I will say they probably have to stand there. Because yeah. I was going to say, after a while, you probably just want to keep a closer eye on your kid. Like yeah. You don't know what she's going to say when you walk out of the room. <laughs> yeah. But, but also, you'll see that Abby puts the moms to work. She will say like, okay, this week, Kendall, you got a solo. Uh, Kendall's mom, you need to create her costume you need to be here at six o'clock you need to bring snacks you need to be ready to do this you need to do her hair you need to do her makeup and then she'll like and then kendall's mama asked questions she'd be like are you stupid i already told you what you need to do Mm -hmm. do you want kendall to have a routine or not and then she'll move on to the next one yeah Yeah. so we're going to new york city uh for a competition abby lee miller is taking revenge on new york what did new york do to abby lee miller Abby does not like to lose. This is her thing. She just doesn't like to lose. She's and like Michael remember. Jordan. You know what? Honestly, if you had a little league basketball team, I could see Michael Jordan talking to them like this. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I could see it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, it's prob- there are probably a number of grown-ass men who Michael Jordan has talked to just like this in the NBA. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just as for Scottie Pippen. I know somewhere deep down inside it hurts. Or was that Steve yeah. Kerr got punched in the face? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if Abby Lee Miller had a documentary about her, it might be called The Last Dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we could talk about The Last Dance for Abby. Uh, again, it ended in prison, but she got out. <laughs> but yeah, so this is very much... Yeah, if you imagine angry, roided up Michael Jordan yelling at your nine-year-old, then this is kind of, you know, yeah. same thing. Okay. Uh. Yeah. But New York is where we're going because she lost last time. And so that puts even more pressure on these little girls because she's like, listen, I don't like to lose. And yeah. If you make me lose, it's your fault. And I'm kicking you off the team because I'm going to replace you with my new super team that I'm trying to build behind your back. Okay. So 
there's also kids going to Pittsburgh. I, I didn't really understand why it's like a split squad. Yeah, well, they're in Pittsburgh. The okay. show is filmed in Pittsburgh, and they have like they have three things going on. So they have the Nouveau competition, which is where she's going to send a couple girls off to go handle the, their business. Then she has like uh, a couple other girls getting ready for like the other, like the New York competition. Then she has like the open call as well. So she's kind of having to divide and conquer here because she needs to have the auditions for her new super team. And she wants to use the girls on the team to basically go help find their replacements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the moms are pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because there's going to be like this open call and everybody seems very excited. Are they excited to meet Abby Lee Miller or is it that this competition is a big deal? No, this is excitement to meet dance moms. You know, like okay. whether it's Abby, whether it's the daughters, you know, whether it's the moms. This is season four, Rob. There's like 30 some odd episodes per season. If you're a, a, a little girl, like a dancer and your mom is invested, like like a lot of time and money into your dance career a lot there's a good chance that you know this show and that mm-hmm. you've been watching it and waiting for your moment like i just what if i could get on the show like i could be could getting get yelled money. at by Abby i could Miller. be getting yelled at but i'm better than those girls right like you know you always think like that could never be me i could never be like you you know like i would come on and she would love me and then i would have a, i would be the star and i'll knock maddie off the top of the pyramid so these girls yeah. are hollering because they're they want to meet the girls they want to be a part of the spectacle but i go to the open call in new york city i got to move to pittsburgh to to have my kid coached by Abby Lee Miller? You think these people wouldn't? Listen, again, think Michael Jordan tells I'm you like, moving Rob. again, Chappelle. <laughs> well, luckily for Michael Jordan, you're, you're not too far from where he would have you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you get the call and it's like uh, Ryan Seacrest calls and he's like, Rob, Dominic has, like, he's got the podcast and jeans. He's going to be a host one day. I need you guys to move it back to LA. Oh my and God. And I'm going to train him up. <laughs> like we're gonna put him on American Idol Juniors tomorrow. Yeah. He's gonna start. We're filming. The money is coming. We'll, you'll be taken care of. Yeah. You'll have your own show possibly. Now come on back to LA. How does Ryan Seacrest treat the kids? I mean, is he mean? Uh, Ryan Seacrest. I'm not saying Ryan Seacrest is mean, but I wouldn't be shocked if he's mean, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it seems like very put together, but you know, those are the, those be the, those be the types. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, maybe he's, maybe he's a little mean to Dominic in the meantime, but also what about all this money and fame you're about to get? All you got to do is pack your pod back up, Rob, get in the car and go back to LA. What do you say? Uh, but what if Nicole just goes? Would Nicole just go? Nicole, the see Nicole's dream is uh, just uh, in terms of like our different parenting styles. Nicole's dream would be if my kids were involved in some sort of like athletics where they had she had to be there, you know, seven days a week, six hours a day. That she would be driving them, sitting on the sideline, being there for it. That I'm like, look, that's a, a lot of time, big time suck. Yeah. Like, uh, look, uh, I, I got a lot of podcasts to do. These Survivor well, seasons are not going to watch themselves. If that's the case, Dominic's about to be the star basketball player, and Steph Curry's like, "Come on back to California. We got this camp. He's going to be my protege." Nicole's like, "We're down." But you find out Steph Curry's a dick. Mm-hmm. And so now what happens? You think Nicole sits that's around it, and lets Steph? Steph Curry talk? Yeah, no, maybe Seth. 
No, Seth seems like he's a lot nicer than Steph. This is definitely a Steph move. So he gets there. Steph is yelling at Dominic. Do you think Nicole is like, not my son, and comes back to North Carolina? No, she probably just hangs out. Like, no. You know I, mean? I, think so, gotta, I think Steph is going to be sorry that he is yelling at Dominic in front of Nicole. I mean, what if Dominic is handed a big old fat wad of money? It, make you, it might make her slow down just a little well, bit. Where does the money come from? Steph Curry. He's rich. He's just giving <laughs> kids money? Is that if what he's gonna Miller them, does? Well. Do the girls get paid to be in the dance moms? I really hope that they got some type of compensation because, dear Lord, this trauma right here mm-hmm. is unimaginable. But yeah, all I'm saying, my biggest like the point NCAA. is that, listen, and they should be paying people too, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, but here you go. This is the the point, is that people will do some things, some questionable things, some probably un, uh, unrelatable things for money and mm-hmm. fame and time on television. And I think some of these people would be happy to move like from... Pittsburgh, New York to Pittsburgh. I think some of them might have just traveled into New York for the actual open call. These don't have to be local kids. They could be from Pittsburgh. Okay. Maybe they flew in. Okay. Yeah. So really, Abby Lee Miller is just at the the height of her powers. Uh, she's walking in the arena. Just everybody's pumped up to see her. Yeah. Basically, she's like she's like Hulk Hogan. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. oh my God, she's in the ring. Yeah. And she takes a couple of the uh, the girls. I believe she takes Paige, Brooke, and Chloe with her um, to do this uh, like combo. And the combo is like, hey, we do a routine. We teach it to this huge, you know, crowd of girls. And then they come up and they each do it in like waves. And then I make cuts. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you know, I, I will weed them out, probably get their information and say, hey, you yeah. are... Uh, somebody who I could potentially put on my team. And that's what happens here. Uh, the problem is that people, that Abby, Abby is kind of setting these girls up for failure. Yeah. And the moms kind of clock it. You know, uh, <laughs> this is Christy and Kelly, I believe. They're saying like, Abby, you brought our, our daughters here as, as members of your team, but you haven't taught them the routine. So how are they going to teach it to these other girls? Why do, when they have to learn it on the spot and Abby's just like, what are you talking about? Why don't y'all just shut up? You mm-hmm. know, and she has no time for this at all. I believe they said, like, they're like, you're going to embarrass your team. And she's like, y'all are embarrassing me because they came in those outfits that I bought. You know, like she's just wild. She's wild left and right. Yeah. So in the RHAP dance moms, I think this is when, you know, we have like a live know-it-alls and then we're going to start uh, looking for new podcasters at the know-it-alls and the crowd is just going nuts and then we're gonna like uh put some people on stage to like recap a show they didn't even watch and then Mm -hmm. when they bomb then we're gonna bring in some ringers off the street and then like whoa look at these people yeah Basically, like you got me up there and like like struggling to talk about dance moms, and then you're like, "Oh look, well if Chappelle's not very good, uh, let's bring in oh look Seacrest, it's you again." You know, and he's like, "Oh, I just wandered here, you know, I, I've been practicing a little bit." Mm-hmm. And he mops the floor with me, and that's what the moms think is going to happen. They think these kids are brought in to be ringers to embarrass their kids. Um, but their kids rise to the occasion. Like I said, right. I like these kids. But it seemed like that there was one girl who was a ringer. Uh, Kalani, I believe, uh, was her name. Like so there was uh, somebody that had been in one of Abby's camps and then was here at the open call. Is that correct? Yeah, Kalani was in booty camp. Uh, and I don't think she really needs to go to the open call. Matter of fact, she wasn't at the open call. She was with Maddie doing the duet. Uh. It was supposed to go, you know, at Nouveau, right? So she's off. But yeah, she's the she's the big bad wolf for a lot of these girls and the and the moms. They know Kalani is next up. Mm-hmm. Um, they know Maddie is number one, but they need a like a one A um, because 
because Abby doesn't like to lose. She wants to stack all the odds in her favor. One thing I did like about the um, the open call that they did is one of the random moms that we don't know, just a random mom off the street, I guess, who had brought her kid to the open call. She like steps up when her kid gets cut. It's like, yeah. hey, you cut my kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What was that about? I, I, I don't know. She, well, she says, hey, you cut my kid. What's the problem? Like, why is my kid not good enough? And Abby's like, hey, tell your kid to go find a different studio. She's not welcome here. She's like, well, pages like a la seconds, they're not even good. Like, look at her tires. They're, they're horrendous. Mm-hmm. And so Abby's like, all right, then Paige, get up here and show your stuff. And Paige eats that little girl alive and sends her mom crying at home. Like, I loved it. <laughs> get out of here, you old wench. <laughs> Leave these kids alone. Who calls out a damn child at an open call? Like, go away. What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That kind of pissed me off. <laughs> Chappelle, this competition, though, it seems like that the deck is stacked. Like, it's a dance mom's, like, open tryouts. It's like, come be part of Abby Lee Miller's team. Who's competing against Abby Lee Miller at this competition? Oh, you mean, oh, you're talking about the competition? Like, are the, all the competitions uh, shenanigans? Like, uh, it seems like... This whole enterprise is set up as part of Dance Moms. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some, like, Nubo is actual real competition. There's, like, you know, mm-hmm. there are some. I think Niada is another one. I think um, Niada. There's a few. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, don't get me lying. Uh, but, like, uh, yeah, there are a few, like, real competition that they go to that I know of for sure. And then there are competitions that I I would not be shocked if they just made them up for the for the television uh, program. And I don't know. I would say the competition like it's stacked in their favor, but honestly, I don't think so because they don't win all the time. Mm-hmm. Maddie wins all the time, almost all the time, but often she's like, "Look at you, Nia. You came in third, you know." And so it's it might be a little like there might be some shenanigans involved, but. Ultimately, these girls are still competing. They're still, you know, mm-hmm. practicing dancers and trying to one day be professional. And this is very real for them, even if it is shenanigans for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to see a few of the different dances uh, that the young women did. Do you have any standouts that they did? Yada, 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 yeah. dance, dance, dance. Listen, you and I are not dance professionals. No. You see, I think... Uh, Paige comes out and does a can-can. Yeah, like, what was that? Uh, yeah, he, she does the can-can, which is supposed to be, like, her thing. Like, oh, Paige, this would be very great for you. Paige has three damn routines in, like, a week span. She has a lot going on. Abby is psyching her out left and right by making her, like, putting her on blast in front of all these random kids and bringing in Kalani. Yeah, like, oh, look, why? it's Kalani. What's the end game here? Because she doesn't like her mom? <sighs> Oof. Yeah, that's a good question because here's the thing. She could be like pushing Paige to do better, right? Like, oh, Paige, look at your competition. You need to rise to the occasion. And we see that Paige does uh, when it's time for her to hit her turns. Um, she's she's hitting them and Paige is impressing everybody and the girls are chanting Paige's name and Paige's na- like being hoisted up above the crowd. Like a very triumphant moment for her. Yeah, like Paige, 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 Paige. You know, but it also could be yeah, what if Paige screws up and then I get to yell at her on TV mm. and then I get more viewers and then I piss off her mom who I also don't really love right now. And yeah, so there, there's a mixed bag and I think it's always blurry for a reason because Abby will never say, I want to screw Paige up because it's a little girl. But mm. what she will say is Paige needs to step up to the plate. You know, Paige needs to get her toes together and her, and her, and her lines aren't, aren't straight enough and her Fuete Ramajan was, you know, weak. 
you know, she'll say some shit like that. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe there is a method to her madness. But the moms are correctly probably pointing out like, no, no, no. She's just doing this because she's a jerk and she wants to piss us off and she wants to replace our kids with some new hotness. Mm -hmm. All right. right. Let's talk about the duet, Chappelle. Uh, Maddie and Kalani did the duet, but somebody who got bumped from the duet. All right. So here's what happened. So on the one hand, you got Paige and Chloe. They're two uh, blonde young ladies. And they're going to do like a, a duet where they look like they're sisters and they have to be in perfect sync. And they've been practicing this routine. Uh, this is what routine number three of pages, you know, full week. And she's like, got to get this duet together because the prior week, uh, a couple of the other dancers did not. I think Kendall and Nia dropped the ball. And so now all of a sudden they have to avenge those that that loss. And so uh, you have Paige and Chloe on one hand who have to work together to win this uh, duet. And they've been they've been working on it. Maddie and Kalani are doing a duet, but at a different competition. Well, they show up to this competition because they have a group routine that they need to do. And Abby pulls Melissa to the side, Melissa being Maddie's mom and saying, hey, I think I want Maddie and Kalani to do that routine that they just used at Nouveau that they won at this competition. And so Melissa, let me talk about Melissa for just a second. Melissa's child is the favorite. So she's very much the teacher's pet of this whole franchise. Rarely do you see Melissa speak out against Abby it's kind of always passively like, I can't believe Abby is doing this or like, I, this isn't great. I don't love this from Abby, but she rarely is like, Abby, how dare you? Like, why are you doing this to these girls? Because her kid is at the top of the pyramid. Her kid gets all the favoritism. Mackenzie gets a record deal. Like Melissa's sitting pretty when it comes to the Abby Lee dance crew. And so club crew, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when, when it comes to, uh, Melissa, she's in a position where Abby's saying, here's a chance for your kid to win another trophy. But she also has to go sit next to the moms. And these moms know. They, first of all, they hate Maddie. Well, they, I don't want to say they hate a child, but they hate Melissa. <laughs> they hate Abby. And they want nothing more than to, for their child to be at the top of the pyramid. And so Abby will stop making their kid cry and so that they can have their moment in the spotlight as well as their child. And so she knows that if Maddie goes out here with Kalani and does this routine, she's going to hear about it. And they're going to take out all their, their vitriol on her. And so she goes to kind of like, hey, Abby, what if, okay, hear me out, crazy thought, what if they say compete, but like not to win? Like, what if they just do like an exhibition? And this is like speaking French to Abby. She's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, I want them to compete. to win? Right, like, she's like, I want them to compete so they can win. Melissa's point is that Chloe and Paige are capable dancers and they will win this competition. You just have to give them the opportunity to. And Abby's like, no, 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 no. That's actually, you're wrong. They're going to compete. So then Melissa goes back and tells her peers, the other moms, like, hey, Abby said this thing was going to happen. I wasn't really cool with it. Just letting y'all know, Maddie and Kalani is going to compete. And they let her have it. And that's the drama behind the duet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody gets bumped. They just kind of like, she stacks the deck against almost the other two girls. Okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, so there's going to be some discussion afterwards <laughs> about this. Uh, Rob, please. Yes. Afterwards, immediately. Uh, okay, so here are the two moms that are going to have the most conflict with uh, Abby. We haven't really gotten to the moms' names because a lot of them don't really matter in the grand scheme of this. But these two moms in particular, they're like uh, the dynamic duo, like her foils. You got uh, Christy and Kelly. Christy and Kelly. This is like almost like if the super friends like all came together, but they were all Karens. 
Yeah. Like that is, yeah, that's Dance Moms for you. Yeah, and there, there is some, some Karen versus Karen violence coming up. Karen on Karen crime. We really yeah. hate to see it. Their hair is aggressive. Their facial expressions is aggressive. And they are ready to let Melissa have it because Melissa's kind of, she's kind of meek. But she does tell them, like, I told Abby, I don't want my kid competing to win. I told her, like, you know, exhibition. They're like, Melissa, you're a snake. We can't trust you. We hate you anyway. You're always sneaking around, keeping secrets and all this other stuff. We can't trust you, blah, blah, blah. Well, Melissa, like, you two, freaking frack, y'all are always keeping whispering and talking about me behind my back. And they're like, because we don't like you, Melissa. You know, and so mm-hmm. the conflict starts there. They also accuse Maddie of lying to Chloe and saying, like, yeah. listen, Melissa, it's bad enough that you lied to us, but you got your kid lying to my kid. They're supposed to be friends. And her, she, like, legitimately told her, hey, I'm not competing. Well, if they're not competing, then why are they competing? Which one is it, Melissa? Make it make sense. And so that's when the conflict arises. What ends up happening is that they go into the dressing room. And uh, when they come in, Melissa, which in a very stupid way, just basically just pulls Maddie to the side, like in front of everyone and says, Maddie, did you lie? Mm-hmm. And Maddie's like, no, I told them we were performing this duet at Nouveau. I had no clue we were going to perform it today. And then there's a lot of like, oh, Paige, you thought that was your friend, but it's not coming from, you know, Christy. No, Chloe, I'm sorry. Chloe, you thought that was your friend, but it's not. Uh, and they're saying this in front of the girls. All of these fights happen directly in front of these impressionable little girls. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's drama left and right, Rob. It, they are yelling at each other and talking about how like your friends will stab you in the back in front of nine-year-olds. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Kelly, stop me if I have the wrong mom, uh, tell you. is going to really get into it with, uh, with Abby Lee Miller. And this uh, <sighs> escalates very quickly. Yes, this is the confrontation. So, Kelly, you know I love mess. So, Abby comes in with her new ringer, Kalani, right? She's like, hey, y'all, I know y'all probably don't remember Kalani, but she's back and she's here to take y'all spots, but not really. Like, I just got her, like, observing. But just know that if you mess up, She's stepping in and they don't like Kalani. They don't like her mom. They definitely don't like her mom. They're very protective of their little group of dance yeah. moms. They don't want to bring in a new mom at all. A couple moms come and go throughout the series, but they very much like if you're new, they're prickly to you. Yeah. Was that and, Kalani's mom that was sort of like uh, trying to like mediate a little bit? Mm-hmm. She's okay. like, Kelly, just listen. And I'm like, girl, Kira, stay out of this. No. Watch out because you don't know. See, the backstory with Kelly and Abby goes back way before these kids. Kelly used to dance for Abby. She was one of Abby's students. Oh my God. Exactly. So back in the day, she was one of Abby's students, but she quit. So Abby has never let that go. Kelly quit to go be a cheerleader. Like, how dare you? You leave serious dance. How old is Abby? Listen, too damn old to be acting the way she act. Hell. Um, So she's not even a contemporary of like, uh, how old is Kelly and how old is Abby? (laughs) I don't know Abby Lee's age. Let me find out. Let's look it up. Abby Lee was born in 1965. That makes her 55 years old. Oh, Kelly. Yeah. So Kelly's probably like in her 40s, probably 40 mm-hmm. or so. So yeah, she, listen, Abby's been cho- choreographing dance routines since she was 14. So it's mm-hmm. not unheard of that okay. Kelly would have been one of her students at one time, right? Yeah. But I think a lot of that baggage has carried over into this. Um, and so, yeah, she's telling Kira, like, sit this one out. You're new here. Go away. You don't even go here. And so they start to go back and forth. And basically what what happens is um, Abby is talking about Brooke 
She's like, Brooke, you're 15 years old. You need to be speaking up for yourself. Stop letting your mom fight all your battles. Well, Kelly, being her mom, was like, I can fight her battles. She's my kid or whatever. And Abby looks at 15-year-old Brooke and says, you need to grow the hell up. Now, at this point, you know, all professionalism aside, cameras or not, you can't, you can't talk to my kid like that, right? Mm-hmm. So Kelly's like, you need uh, to shut the hell up, right? So Abby instantly, in true Karen fashion, goes, did you just curse at me? Oh, my God, your language. Oh, my God. Like, ma'am, you just cursed out her kid. Mm-hmm. And so that's when the bickering starts. She's going. Kelly's going. They're in each other's faces, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, get your hand out of my face, Abby. And Abby does like a Pac-Man-esque like chomper. He's like, yeah, this was (laughs) wild uh, that I've never seen anything like this in my life. And if you didn't watch the episode, yeah, you ever play in uh, Super Mario where uh, like Mario goes near like the chain chomp and then uh, Mm -hmm. it's just like trying to bite uh, Super Mario. Uh Then Abby Lee Miller did that to Kelly. (laughs) She was like sticking her finger and and then Abby Lee Miller like... Like she was gonna bite her, like she was like George the Animal Steel or something crazy like that. And then <laughs> from that, then Kelly pulled her hair, and then Abby Lee assault. I've been assaulted. <laughs> ah, call the police. Call the police. Ah, this woman is like this was crazy. <laughs> She came at her like a spider monkey, Rob. She's like, no, 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 no. And Kelly's like, ah, and she's grabbing her and there and she grabs her by the hair. And Abby is shocked because no one's ever put their hands on Abby in four seasons of the show. No one has ever just reached up and slapped the hell out this woman like they should yes. have probably. Yes. And, and then she goes this- instantly like, call the police. Call the police. <laughs> I've been assaulted. Call the police. I, right. My favorite part. My favorite part is where she's like, um, like, you you slap me, you grab my hair like a crazy person. And Kelly yells, I'm not crazy. You tried to eat my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so wild. So wild. You are eating my face, Abby. Mm-hmm. So Abby gets on the phone. She's with the police like, police, there's a white lady with an aggressive haircut and she <laughs> laid hands on me and she scratched me in the face and everything and I have to do a dance competition and I don't know where security is and oh my god and Kelly's doing the same thing like and then this fat hog is like 500 pounds trying to eat my face like she eats every else thing, everything else in the world like they're mm-hmm. like in their protective corners both snitching and lying and telling half, half truths Dr. Holly who is Nia's mom who is doing what she does best which is staying the hell out the way yeah. brings, brings her black ass in and says hey Get out of here. Hey, yeah, let's on, get out of on. here. Let's, yeah, let's, let's you go on. get in the car. Trust me. Trust yeah. me. And when all the smoke clears, what does Abby do? The show must goes on. She's like, screw it. We will reblock the routine. The the group routine will still happen, but Brooke and uh and Paige will not be a part of it. They are leaving. Get out. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. They reblocked the routine. They send the girls back out there to, to do it all over again, mm-hmm. despite just being very much traumatized or at least being a part of a huge confrontation between grown ass women. Yeah. Um, they put those kids right back on stage and say, dance, <laughs> dance, women dance. <laughs> now, Kelly is the mom of Paige. Oh, so Kelly is Brooke's mom Brooke's for mom. sure. Okay. I, I feel like I'm messing this up. So no. it's, it's Kelly is uh, Brooke 
And Paige's mom. I, I think yeah, I'm sure siblings. you are doing great. I, I do not know whose mom is who. There's too uh, many damn kids on this show. There's a lot of kids. Yeah. It's like it's, yeah. So And then, so was Brooke out of the group routine after that? Oh, Kelly, Brooke, and Paige, they left. They okay. went home. All right. Yeah. So is you she, don't get to attack the dance teacher and, and still right. be a part of the team. And Rob. then are you off the team after that, after Kelly fights Abby Lee Miller? Off the team, off the show, they're gone. Duh, that duh. Is, this is the end of Kelly's arc yeah. on Dance Moms. So is Abby Lee Miller a producer where she can say like, "All right, you're off, you're off the show," or is it just like, does she have any sort of? Is it her show? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I honestly think that it's more like one of those things. Like Abby and Kelly are both about to dig their feet in, and neither one of them is going to let this go without there being some type of litigation yeah. or like you know, and and. And to Kelly's point, she should very much be leaving the show at this point. Like, it is time. You didn't have to hit this lady who you should have probably... I'm Look, I will never advocate for slapping somebody unless they attack your child. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, grab that lady by her hair and drag her ass down to the ground, okay? Yeah. And so, yeah, for me, she should have been gone. So, yeah, Kelly leaves after the altercation um, and right in the middle of season four and she takes her kids with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But look, Rob, there's more. There's more. So, of course. So, at the end of every episode of Dance Moms, for the most part, we always have to talk about the results of the competition. I think it's like, Abby Lee Miller gets in the tub. And she does get in the tub. Writes <laughs> her words of wisdom for the future dancers. You gotta block me on Twitter first. Mm-hmm. So, here's what happens. At the end of every episode, we finally have the dance competition, which is what we came here for. In the midst of all that drama, we seem to forget that these girls still have to compete and win. So, Abby's big point of contention for this episode was that she didn't think that duet was going to be good enough to win her a trophy. Come to find out, second place goes to no none other than Chloe and Paige. They would have won the competition, but they were beaten by Maddie and Kalani. She did all that, and they still would have won. Mm-hmm. Those poor girls had the chance to win first place, and their dance teacher just snatched it from under them by putting the ringers out there against them. And all of this drama came from that. They still would have won. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Let's let's be very clear. They did have solos. Brooke had a solo. Chloe had a solo. Uh, I'm sorry. Paige had a solo. They didn't win. They didn't win. So we're mm-hmm. lucky. I think Dr. Holly points out like, man, I'm glad. I'm glad they left because whoo, had they been here and Abby saw that they got fourth and fifth place, it would have been World War five or six at this point. And I'm thinking, what? That's why you're glad they left? You're mm-hmm. glad they left because they would have lost and they would have to fight again? Like, no, 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 no. You're glad they left because at this point, it should be a fight. Like, there, there is fighting going on. This is not a safe environment for your kids. It has nothing to do with this trophy. But they always seem to tie it back to like, and look, the ALDC is still winning and we can still have more episodes. And Rob, what do they do the very next episode? They bring in Kalani to replace Brooke and Paige. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Do you think that Abby uh, engineered uh, this ouster so that she could get she wanted Kalani on the team? She got Kalani on the team. Uh, let's get to the shenanigans, Rob. So I don't think that she engineered this because she could have easily, easily just brought in Kalani. You know, like it wouldn't. It, it, you know, she's the star of the show. Mm-hmm. This is like she might not be a producer, but you know, she says she wants to grow on her team. It's her team. She owns the company. So it's like she could do that. I think the problem here is, is that 
a lot of these fights, maybe unbeknownst to the kids, were probably escalated and staged due to, um, you know, it being a television show. So I think that fight, uh, it was largely seen like it was kind of like, like staged. And it mm-hmm. led to unforeseen altercation. Like they did not intend, make no mistake, this woman did not intend on grabbing this lady by the hair and getting thrown off the show in that matter. Nobody would sign up for that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you are at the height of your fame, lady with a short haircut. And now you're about to go be like a pariah because everybody's going to say, you're the lady who slapped Abby Lee. And now your daughter might not, you might never get work in this town again. You know, so that part, the physical part was not shenanigans, but there is reason to believe that there is some shenanigans with the fight. Um, Paige, Kelly's uh, child, ends up suing Abby eventually for uh, emotion. Well, she sued the production company for emotional distress due to that altercation. Okay. Is that mm-hmm. the lawsuit why she had to leave the show? Abby no. Yeah. Nah. She got a lot of lawsuits, Rob. So, mm-hmm. and the idea that you think it was a lawsuit that got rid of her. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So, let, let, let's not be obtuse. Let's talk about this. So, um, Abby last year in the midst of all of the racial tensions um, oh, no. in 2020, she decided that she was going to post a black square on Instagram to support Black Lives Matter. Okay. Um, and one of the future dancers that you did not meet in this episode, um, her mom basically spoke out and said, uh, my child was subject to racist remarks from Abby and she does not believe that Black Lives Matter. In fact, she told my kid, I know you grew up in the hood with only a box of eight crayons, but I grew up in the country club with a box of 64. Don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. And Lifetime severed ties with her in 2020 amidst that. So it was the racial remarks in the midst of all of the turmoil from last year that got her fired from the show. Not abusing these kids, not the lawsuits that we, st- I mean, the lawsuits and the legal issues that she ends up going to jail from and then coming back. She was in jail. He went to jail, Rob, and came back and kept doing the show. She didn't get fired wow. until she said this racist, well, until this racist stuff came out in 2020 in the midst of that. We've talked about the perfect storm before, Rob, when it comes to this racial unrest and all this other stuff with the police and brutality and things of that nature. There are a lot of moves that would not have been made in the entertainment industry if it was not for all of that stuff happening at the same time, whether it was COVID, whether it was George Floyd, whatever the case may be. That's what led to her getting fired. Not all the horrible things that she did on television in front of all these people or the legal issues that sent her to prison for a whole entire year or almost a year, I guess I should say. Is there a future for Dance Moms without Abby Lee Miller? What? No. You can't I don't do it think so. Yeah. No. First of all, do you want to? Because you'd have to find somebody with equally as much of like explosive personality, but also someone who is not going to get sent to the sent to prison for customs fraud. That's why she ends fraud. up. Yeah. So apparently she's like siphoning off money and stuff like that to different accounts and like uh like basically doing tax fraud and things of that nature. And I think she went to Australia and did like Australian dance moms or something mm-hmm. like that and, and didn't like report the money. It was all super dramatic, but basically um, it was like bankruptcy fraud as well. She ended up pleading guilty to bankruptcy fraud in 2016, but the allegations started in 2013. Wow. So yeah. So I'm sure that this is not a 
secret to Lifetime, right? Like they know that this fraud case is going on and they still had this white lady on TV. Like she wasn't already a criminal. Like she wasn't going to go to jail eventually. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they draw it out. It gets drawn out. It gets delayed five times since 2013. Like all the way up until February 2016 when she eventually pleads guilty. She gets sentenced to a year and a day of federal prison, right? Now, the crime she was accused of was, what was it, $400,000 in back taxes, as well as like a $755,000 in hidden money like that she didn't declare when she did her bankruptcy. This woman got 366 days in jail for all of that. She went to jail from July to March. She didn't even stay the whole year, Rob. They let this woman out of jail for good behavior and she spent the rest of the time in a halfway house. Yeah. And then Lifetime hired her back on for another season. Right. What the hell? And you know she didn't have good behavior. And you know she didn't have good behavior. <laughs> oh my God. Those prison guards are walking in. She's like, look at your ankles. Look at look at your look at your lines. Your shoulders are all, your shoulders aren't square. When you did your turns, you didn't even spot them. Like Gosh, let me see your plie. Ah, it's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. You know, like show me second. Uh, I just can't. Yeah. Can you do? Can you even do it, Alice Akon? No, I don't think so. Get out of here. Like they probably got rid of her because she sucks and she's annoying. Ooh, again. Yeah, I don't know that. What is fact. she doing now? Saying, has, she, on the show. has she resurfaced in the last year? Uh, I think she's been off the grid mm-hmm. uh, for the last year. But like I said, twenty eighteen. She. If someone is paying for Abby Lee to do this. Well, remember, remember, she got fired in 2020, but she went to jail in 28, like 2017. And so she was back in action. Um, so I think the I think the racial uh, like the racial tensions kept her at bay. And I also think that um, COVID probably assisted in keeping her kind of out of the out of the limelight um, as well during that time. And so I think that's yeah. probably what, you know, yeah. what put this put a stop to yeah. it. Chappelle, I will tell you, uh, she is on Cameo, and you could book oh a message from her for uh, just uh, $99. <sighs> oh. Woo. It just frustrates me to no end, because people have gone to jail for a longer time for much less. Mm-hmm. You know, and this woman has done everything. You started this episode off not knowing half the things that I know, and you said, this is an abusive, horrible woman. Yeah. And they're like, Lifetime's like, yeah, but this is a network for women. Let's give her another mm-hmm. chance. But then, oh, when the spotlight's on and you look super racist by supporting this lady, it's like, oh, now all of a sudden she got to go. Like, mm-hmm. no, this woman should have been gone. And the fact that she's on Cameo selling uh, like selling appearances for $99, I'm disgusted. If you're getting an appearance for Abby Lee, make it good. Make sure she says something really stupid. You know, like, make her earn her money. Don't just give this woman money to yell at you and talk talk trash about your kids. Like, she's not giving you any dance tips you can't get anywhere else. Ladies, like... Do you think that people are messaging her and then uh, saying, hey, could you make fun of my kid for me? I think they more, like, want to get made fun of themselves. Yeah. Like, if you're a pain to get your kid made get fun roasted. of... Yeah, like, yeah, like hey, yeah, Abby Lee Miller, my kid had a really bad report card. Could you really uh, just go, go off? Yeah, let her have it. Let her know. Let her know we don't respect that kind of uh, mediocrity in this household. Mm-hmm. We, we're looking for Maddie's, n- not uh, McKenzie's, you know? So I don't yeah. know. Look, yeah. That's a sad ending nuts. to the Dance Moms saga. It's happy. This lady is no longer on television and she so. went to jail. Yeah. And she did not go to jail long enough, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. She, she eventually moves the whole, like, operation to LA which is probably it makes sense right you want to move to like a big media outlet mm-hmm. um, 
But yeah, for the most part, that's it. That wraps it. In the middle, there's a lot of other drama. She has one lady who leaves the dance studio. Her name is Kathy, and she goes and starts her own uh, like rival dancers, the Candy Apples. There's a lot of like fat shaming and stuff where like they're like, Abby, you fat, lazy, da 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 da. And she's like, you whore, you sell t-shirts at the bar. Like, there's a lot of that going on. Like, I brought you, like, there's, oh, Rob, there's one episode where there's this girl. She, I think her name was Chloe as well or something. She comes in and she has, uh, she's a part of the candy apples, but she has uh, like large ears, you know, they kind of like uh, like protrude from her head a little bit. And the candy apples are coming in like, nah, 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 Abby, we beat you because that kind of stuff drives her crazy. because sure. She's a child. And on the way out, she's like, why don't you get your ears fixed to the little girl? Yeah. So one of the moms like tears after her like, Abby, you disgusting human being. And she's like, what? I just said you should pin her ears back. Like, as a child. And Lifetime was like, Keep the party going. Let's renew it. Mm-hmm. It's wild. This is wild television. White people shenanigans for sure. And honestly, I watched it. And I didn't watch it like all the time. I didn't I didn't set my clock by it. Yeah. This one, like, you got home from a long day at school or work or whatever. You cut the TV on, you're you know, going through channels. Will of Fortune maybe hasn't come on yet. Maybe the news is on. Maybe it's a friends or friends rerun. But at any given time. There's a dance mom's reunion or dang uh, like marathon on for the next six hours. Um, so right. you can pick Law and Order SVU or you can pick dance moms. And eventually it found me on that channel and I've watched a few episodes. So that's what led us here today. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was incredible. I thought it would be. I thought yeah. you'd like this. I feel like I know so much about dance moms now. Yeah. More Did you learn anything about dance? Yeah. Did you learn anything about dance though? No. Do you feel like you're a better dancer? No. You said plie a couple times. I picked that up. I did. I said plie, maybe with a Ramajan. I think I dropped uh, like a uh, grand arabesque. Mm-hmm. Is that a is that a house phone? Yeah, is that? Uh, I mean that. <laughs> not, you know, when you start to like flex that, your I mean, dance and all this random house. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird setup we got here. Um, but yeah, um, I think there there is things to take it's, away. I think it's Abby Lee Miller. Yeah, she's calling to be like, I heard what you're talking about. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and you don't have the core strength that you think you got, Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Listen, I think ultimately the show teaches you a lot about like how to be a horrible person. But it does not give you a lot of dance technique or anything that your child can watch this and say, I will be the next big thing based off of what I see. Because quite frankly, it's all drama. It's yeah. so little dance and so much drama. And absolutely amazing television mm-hmm. yeah and it's so much work for the parents to have like a child that is involved in any sort of like performance whether it's a sport or you know dance competition just the hours of commitment that i mean there's so many people that just like are not able to put the time in to see the kid and you just hope also that the kid is enjoying this pursuit well they all look miserable yeah. Look no look no further than Brooke. Brooke looks miserable throughout the entire thing. Um she, I think she got injured at some point or something. There was one time where I think they were in a big argument and Matt and um Abby just yells out like you got to talk about when they're good cuz they could end up like Kendall. Or they could end up like Brooke. She like throws one of the kids under the bus in the room full of all the kids like you could be a star or you could be Brooke. You know, it just says that in front of these kids. So yeah, these kids stopped having a good time a long time ago. Poor Brooke. Yeah. Justice for, look, justice for every last child on that show. I think they all probably are damaged. Yeah. I think that Nia and and Chloe or Nia and Paige should have a, a podcast and they should be doing a tell all book. Yeah, you no know, Reddit like, AMAs from the dance kids. 
I have never looked into it because quite frankly, it's probably depressing yeah. AF. But also, I might look into it after this. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, if there's drama to be had, those kids witness every second of it, you know? Okay. All right, well, Chappelle, yeah. this was a great job. The Dance Moms. I... I wanted to I wanted to test our skills, you know. I wanted to see like if we could talk about something that we vaguely knew anything about. Last well, week, you, don't, you had, didn't vaguely know anything about. I mean, you know a lot about this, Rob. I'm thank you. It, I'm glad I was able to fake that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I I I thought this would be fun because neither of us are are familiar with this realm. You know, we're not dancers, so you know. I thought you know let's let's try it. Also. You had one up on me with who done it. I'd never seen yes, it. And so yes. this time you had never seen it and I got to talk you through it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. What's a crazier show? Who done it or Dance Moms? <sighs> Dance Moms. Because the idea that yeah. there are 30, 30 episodes per season of this show and it You're goes right. for eight years despite this woman's legal issues and all the, tra- the trash behavior. Give me those eight episodes of Who Done It right. any day. Because on Who Done It, they're only pretending a sociopath is on the loose. Mm-hmm. And whereas Lifetime is like feeding into this yes. and renewing their contracts and all right. this other stuff. And they see these crying kids, Rob. Right. They, these kids are crying every episode. Pick an episode. The very next episode, you got Nia crying. Like the very next episode, you got Paige crying again. Pick a, like, poor <laughs> Mackenzie's seven years old on some of the, like back in the day. And she's crying because she can't, she messed up her Bumblebee routine. You know, like that, this is yeah. torture. This is like, what is the show we watched already? The, uh, with Taryn. Uh, this is demon- solitary cool, type yeah. torture. You know, that's yeah. what this is um, for children. Who done it is pretend. Dance moms, mm-hmm. the damage is real. Yeah, and irreversible. I'd be shocked. I'd yeah. be shocked if these these student, these kids didn't have to go to therapy. Like sure. I said, Paige legit sued this woman. She ended up dropping the you know dropping the lawsuit eventually for whatever reason. But she eventually sued this woman for emotional distress. Mm-hmm. A child should not be like, I gotta sue you. You know. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what we have here. You know. Yeah. One last thing, real quick uh, on Twitter. Uh, I mm-hmm. looked up dance moms in the available GIFs. Do people GIF dance moms a lot? There is a GIF, I think, of uh, Abby Lee on a scooter. I think that's oh. probably like the most. Yeah, that's probably like the most like like the image that people are most um, like familiar with from dance. Mom. I think it, it might even be like a, it's like a wheelchair. Um, like one of those like hover around type situations. Yeah. And what would you do with um, that? So, with the GIF, y- yeah. Like, uh, how do you? What's the context to use that? Okay, so I have to get you the context of the clip, though. So, what happens is because I think it went viral. So, Abby is at the competition, and I think she uh she starts using her phone, and this woman is like, "Get off your phone!" I think it's one of the moms. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Get off your phone! This is tacky!" and you got to get off your phone. Like these kids are competing for you. Get off your phone. So it's Karen versus Karen again. Right. So uh, like, so Abby, like instead of like yelling back at the woman, she just rides away in her, on her little wheelchair thing. And she calls the police on her mm-hmm. just like she does to Kelly. Yeah. So yeah, it's a very funny clip. It was viral for a while, but that's probably the most jiffable moment for dance moms. Okay. All right. Yeah. Chappelle, what's coming up for you? I don't know, Rob. I don't know. You know, just trying to figure out what's next. You know, getting very excited because Big Brother is about to start. Listening to all the yes. other coverage. Yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, this is. I love the summertime, so I'm, I'm excited for all the things to come. 
I haven't really decided what we're going to do next week for the rewind, though, Rob. Like, this was a fun one. And I don't know if we can if we can catch this lightning in a bottle twice in a row, but I'm going to try. Okay. All right. Uh, well, this was a lot of fun here tonight. Of course, uh, I got a lot going on uh, this week. I talked about the 16th best season of Survivor. Survivor San Juan del Sur. I'm talking about the 15th best season of Survivor. Survivor Panama coming up. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, Jeff Sterling and Lindsay Wilson will join me for that panel. Talk to uh, Keith Nail and Wes Nail on the latest Talking with T-Bird as well. Oh, the Nailman. Yes. How was how was that? Uh, they were wild. Uh, the nail males are as we left them. So uh, they are okay. uh, living their best life. And uh, we had a fun chat with them. Also, I talked about the premiere of Too Hot to Handle Season 2. Chappelle, did you watch the original Too Hot to Handle? No. But I've heard things about this. No, of course. Rob, please. Hot Dummies on the Island is Kirsten's area, not mine. But you can However, watch it. Oh, no. I'm thinking about it because I have recently heard the premise and you might have my attention now, just not to get too far into that, but these are, they're on a reality show where they're encouraged to hook up and then told now, now you have to stop so hooking up. I we're really take think from you. the shenanigans are in full force where I, I uh-huh. think that they, t- they tell them that they are going to be on a show called like party in paradise, uh, allegedly. And then mm-hmm. there's a reveal and then they're like, wait, are we on too hot to handle? Oh, no. Uh, oh, but no, it is the again. exact same setup as the original season. And I, I think that everybody there was willingly going. Like, I think everybody knew what the deal was. And I think that they totally were, you know, like ready for too hot to handle season two. I don't often use my platform to pl- like to pub any other things that you are doing, but yes. let me be very clear. You have my attention and I encourage everybody who's listening to this to check that out because that sounds like a good time because if it's all shenanigans, you got my attention yeah. 100%. So I talked about the first episode uh, with Kirsten. She's going to have a panel talking about uh, episodes uh, two, three, and four later on this week in the wrap-up podcast feed. And then, of course, uh, be on the lookout for uh, July when the calendar turns uh we're gonna get a lot of big brother stuff going on we're gonna have our patron orientation for our new patrons coming up on Ooh. sunday uh so be on the lookout for that we'll send out the information to all the patrons if you want to join uh that call Chappelle was with us uh last month for the meet and greet. yeah that was fun that was so much fun oh my gosh i'm so excited for the new patrons to be a part of the community and hopefully they love it just as much as i do All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week on the RJP Rewind. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.